Al, we have done it. We have reached the end of season one of Love Live. Mm-hmm. We're halfway through. Wow. And then we have a movie. Yes, we have a movie. So welcome to uh, episode number 13. That's it. Yep. Of Jared now watch Love Live. I'm Jared, that is Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And we are discussing season one, episode number 13, entitled Muse Music Start. The season one finale. Coming off of an episode of me being very angry. Yes. Some hot drama happened last episode. Woof. And uh, Muse is in a bit of a pickle. Yeah. There's uh, some upheaval, if you will. It's true. It's true indeed. Uh, so yeah, we begin the episode... Umi and Hanukkah are not speaking to each other after what happened last episode. Hanukkah's other friends think she's bummed out about quitting being an idol and because of Kotori leaving. They also think that's why her and Umi aren't talking to each other right now. Mm-hmm. They basically invite Hanukkah out to, to hang out with them because she doesn't have anything else to do. Yep. Which is also like interesting because like, they're the ones who kind of like are very appreciative to Hanukkah for what she's done. Yeah, because she's... Out of anyone. She saves the school. They're like, hey, you saved the school. You you accomplished your goal. Like, everyone in this school will always be proud of you for what you did. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you set out your goal. You got your goal accomplished. You did what you set out to do. Like, you, we are all proud of you. You should be proud of the fact that you did that. We are happy. We're happy. So she goes off and hangs out with her, her other friends. In the arcade. <laughs> Uh, we see Ellie and Ozomi working student council stuff. Nozomi's sad. Yeah. And they're like, what do we do? And Ellie's like, but Muse is not Muse unless there are nine Muses. Believe in the heart of the card, <laughs> Nozomi. <laughs> Nozomi's like, I'm still sad. <laughs> God. Uh, the rest of the members have a meeting on the roof and Ellie is like, yeah, we should go on hiatus. <laughs> Kind of in an impasse here. Nico is like, dude, no. What do you mean we go on hiatus? Screw this. She wants to continue on. Uh, but there, everyone else is kind of in the flux. Maki thinks that they can't g- keep going on without Hanukkah. Um, and then later we see Nico in the uh, the fast food place with Hanayo and Ren being like, hey, do you guys want to keep doing this or not? Yeah. So, like, Nico is, like, again, this is what we, like, like we talked about last episode, like, Nico is very desperate to get to Love Live. And rightfully so, because she's a third year. This is her only shot. So, like, her desperation has now turned to, like, who who else in this group can I get to, like, literally go with me and keep going? And she basically grabs Ren and Hanio, uh, and they go along with her. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. A little p- plot point here. Uh, Maki remembers a time when, or the, the when Hanukkah was like very creepily cra- clapping for her in the in the piano room in like one of the first episodes. I'm like, whoa! Oh, the first year. <laughs> uh, Ubi goes and talks to Kotori about everything. About if she's actually really going to study abroad. Kotori's like, there's nothing I can do about it now. Umi's sad. Umi's sad. <laughs> Everyone's sad. Everyone's sad. Hanukkah and her friends are in the arcade. They have fun. <laughs> She's not sad. 
Uh, they go to play DDR. Mm-hmm. And Hanukkah is, is up and she's, she sees the DDR machine and has flashbacks to dancing and going through the, the beginnings of Muse and all the things that she's went through and everything. And then her friend's like, hey, you gotta, you, you gotta get on the thing and do the thing. <laughs> you gotta hit some notes. Yes. She, uh, she, gets, she starts dancing and does really well. It's, her friend's very exhausted afterwards and she's just like, yeah. It said something on the machine that was really You funny. are dance master. There we go. She got like a triple A. It was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. She's uh she's she's obviously you know she's very cardioed up and everything from all of her training and everything. So it's like she's she's good to go. Yep. So she has all that going for her. Um, her and her friends go her separate ways. She goes up the the stairs to the shrine where obviously they've done a lot of training. She runs into Nico, Ren, and, and Hanayo, and she's like, "Oh hey guys, how's it going?" And they're like, oh, you're, you're, you guys are still practicing, huh? And they're like, yeah. And Nico comes up and is like, yeah, we are practicing. I mean, that's something better than what a quitter would do. And it's basically like, and I think Hanukkah's like, why are you guys still doing this? And Nico's like, because I love being an idol. Like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to let me give up on this so easily. Like, I will do this because I love putting smiles on people's faces. It is, It is the thing that, like, I aspire to do every day of my life, which... I wish this series would have gone in a completely different direction from this point forward. Tell us like, about it. Because I like, I like Nico here is being harsh on Hanukkah. Yes. But I think in a way as well, she is like trying to get her back. She's like, she's basically like trying to push her, like pull her back in by like kind of being very blunt about her Tough feelings love. and everything. Yeah, essentially. Like, and I think Nico would give everything to like bring Hanukkah back at mm-hmm. this point. And I would have loved to see like if this was a series that was not in its first ser- ser- like series, like this was like the third or fourth iteration of it. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see like this become a thing where like we see this become the split of Muse, and then so like you basically get everyone kind of like into their own groups, and then season two you go forward to like. In my head, you would have Nico as the leader of like this first group, like Nico and Hanukkah, basically kind of like co-leaders. Mm-hmm. They keep Hanayo and Ren. I would assume they would probably get Maki mm-hmm. because of Maki's relationship with Hanukkah and Nico. Mm-hmm. And then you have on the other side, you see Ellie, Nozomi, Umi, and Kotori band together as a separate group. And basically, season two is, like, these two groups coming into competition with each other, becoming rival groups of each other, having battles against each other, still having these, like, this very uneasy feelings towards each other, especially, like, Hanukkah and Umi and Kotori. Like, I think, I don't think Ellie and Ozomi would basically have as much resentful feelings, but they would join, they join up with the, the other second years anyways, because, like, obviously, I think they would probably mesh more well with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And essentially season two is like these two groups battling it out to get to love live. And eventually near the end, they make up their differences, come back together as muse. And that's their path forward to love live. Like, I think that would be such an interesting way to go through this, like the re- the second season, because like, obviously this first season has been kind of less drama filled. Yeah. Per se, and like they've never really Arise is eventually going to become the rival group, but like they have not really been a factor at all, right? In this first season, 
So like, I think it would just be such an interesting dichotomy of like a storytelling that they could do. And in a way is very risky compared to what they go through here. Uh, I mean, also like you could sell more songs yeah. <laughs> with different groups if you want to go like, look at it that way. But like, I think it would be such like an interesting narrative decision. Cause like, I, I would love to see like just the way that like Nico is able to bring Hanukkah back and like, and have like her own group and like have it go into conflict with this other group that like they are they were close to and were members with each other right and just like see how those conflicts arise and everything no pun intended um <laughs> but then they would also just... know like how the other group works because they've worked exactly. with each other so they know like their strengths and weaknesses and especially because like if you split them up in a way like obviously the Honokaniko group would have like the song lyricist and a composer, but mm -hmm. they would not have a like costume designer or a costume designer a... or someone who could coach them. Right. Or be like stern on them in practice. While the other group would have obviously like Umi and Ellie to be hard in practice, Katori to be costume designer, and then you'd have to figure out who's gonna make music and who's gonna compose or gonna do lyrics. Right. Which so, are like, not easy up, things to do. Yeah, and it would bring up such like interesting like dichotomies of like how do they make these different these new groups like stylistically different compared to what Muse was. Right. Like I think that would be such a fascinating idea for like the way for the series to go to. Obviously, it's not going to go that way. Nope. But man, there's like so many interesting possibilities you could have done if you like diverge from like the story they're telling here. But they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh nico tells hanukkah off mm -hmm. gives her some tough love but it's like but it's very but i mean she's real with her right that's the way sometimes you gotta be uh ellie goes to visit hanukkah and they have a little bit of discussion and ellie kind of is very apologetic for like what happened she tells her that like hey muse is going on indefinite hiatus hiatus because we don't really know what to do because we don't have a leader anymore and Ellie is like, hey, you know, I'm very glad for what you did for Muse and everything. I'm glad you brought me into the fold because, like, I probably would never have done this by myself. I would never would have gone to you guys and, like, asked to join or anything. So, like, I'm very grateful for you basically putting your hand out and being like, hey, come with us and all this. And she's like, she's like, I completely understand why things with you and Katori are very weird. Because, like, we were all shocked that this is happening. Mm -hmm. And it's even more so for you and Umi. Because, like, these that's, like, that's your best friend. Like, how do you handle those emotions and everything? How do you handle that situation? Like, it's a very complicated thing. So they have that conversation. Uh, Hanukkah, afterwards... Looks up the Love Live rankings and sees that Muse, or not Muse, A Rise One Love mm -hmm. Live. And she grabs her practice clothes out. Step up, um. Dun dun dun. We go to the airport the next day. Katori's mom drops off Katori. Katori's like, I can go by myself, mom. I'm a child, not a child anymore. I'm sad. Katori's sad. Katori's, everybody's sad. Everybody's sad. Uh, Hanukkah is in the auditorium on the stage where they had their first performance. Umi shows up because Hanukkah called her out. Um, Hanukkah is the Yumi first to apologize here. Called her out. 
I mean, she kind of did. Yeah. No, just, they hadn't really been talking, so. It was just funny. Uh, Hanukkah is the first to apologize, which I think we both kind of have conflicting thoughts on. Not as in conflicting with each other, but with, with the way the story is presented. Yeah. Um, But it is enough to basically break that barrier down between them and kind of like smooth some of the awkwardness away. And Umi's kind of like, hey... If you need to go find ha- or go find Katori, you need to go get her now, because her plane's going to leave today. <laughs> also, they sing their song. This is the second thing that we've seen recently of like, hey, you need to go get to the airplane now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before Katori boards, Honoka shows up and is like, "Let's be school idols. Don't go." No. Um, Katori, everyone cries. Katori says that she's the one that should have apologized and everything. And then we cut back to, like, the rest of Muse hanging out in the auditorium. They're like, are they going to make it in time? Are they going to make it in time? And then Hanukkah, like, slides in on her butt. <laughs> and then there's, like, a shot of her just rubbing her butt. Which is weird. Yep. But Hanukkah and Katori show up. They're all there in their uniforms. And we go to a filled auditorium. And we get a group performance of Start Dash. Yep. We did. There you go. We get a bunch of we get to see a bunch of people in the audience. Um Katori's mom's there. Maki's mom shows up and she's like, Oh <laughs> Uh Honoka's mom and dad are there, except you don't see her dad's face. Um uh, you see a bunch of other people just in the crowd. We see a shot of Arise watching. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Um, and afterwards, Honoka's like, yeah, let's do the thing. <laughs> you see Honoka's dad cry. Yeah, I did. I had actually like, uh, I was going to say rewind, but I had to go back because I didn't notice it the first time. Poor guy. Sorry. So proud. He was so proud. Um, so yeah, this is how we end these, the first season. Muse is back in the idol rankings, essentially. Mm-hmm. Because this is the rebirth of Muse. Step up on. Which, like, I was kind of like saying, like, it's this is probably why they they show this performance of Stardash and Sunshine as mm-hmm. like Chica's kicking off point because like literally this is them like their essential rebirth as a group together. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to the 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 Umi Honoka apology, I think we're both in agreement that like. Honoka should not have been the one to have to apologize first. Right. Especially with everything that went down. But it's she, one of those situations. She's kind of being the bigger person there. Yeah. Like she's the bigger person being like, hey, I will, I'll do, I'll bite the bullet and do the apology here, even though like clearly I should not need to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but if we are going to make this awkwardness and weird feelings go away, like someone has to do it. And I, I'm the f- leader. I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I get that. I totally get it. Um, yeah, yeah. So happy about it, but I get it. At the same it. time, clearly she didn't. She never had to apologize first. No. It was not her fault. Mm-hmm. Hanukkah did nothing wrong. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, very kind of safe way to get back everyone back together very quickly. But obviously, that's kind of where this was eventually going to go, anyways. So. Yeah, and I mean, like the weird thing that. 
and was like, okay. They're like, you know, Katori would stay if you just told her. She needed you to say that she would stay. And I'm like, why is this all on her? Like, that's unfair. But also, like, Katori can't make her own big girl decisions. Like, come on. You can't just, like, decide to move overseas and, like, pretend that, like, oh, you know, but I, I, I'm i going to do it unless my friend says no. And then, like, if she says no, then I'm not doing it. Like, I can go get a job by myself without anyone knowing, but this decision is too difficult. It's like, but that's also, again, like, too much pressure to put on Hanukkah. Like, that's not mm. her decision. And, like, you know, there's no telling that, you know, if Katori regretted it, then, like, she'd blame Hanukkah forever. Yeah. Like, that's that's not fair. But that's how they, they phrase it on this, and that's how they frame it is, like, you have to tell her to stay, and then she'll stay. And it's like, what? Why Why didn't she just stay to begin with then? Because she clearly wanted to stay. <laughs> I was also thinking the whole time, like, did they already ship all of her stuff? Because, like, how are they going to get her stuff back? <laughs> Monty's family's going to put in a phone call be like, yes, can you get this specific person's stuff back? And they're like, yes, we got the money. The yes. money has been wired. We are very rich. We please, can you please give us just this one specific girl's things? Yes. Thank you. We we own a family hospital. <laughs> it runs in the family. <laughs> but uh, that does it for season one. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We did it. Um, obviously, I think we'll get more into this once we finish the series itself. But like. Did this first season go as like as you anticipated? Um, Especially coming off of like after you know seeing sunshine and everything. I mean, I didn't expect all this stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just felt very. I have not been as attached to it as sunshine. Like mm. I liked the characters better in sunshine. I liked the way that the story was going better in sunshine. I liked that there was more of a. more of a there's, struggle really there's certainly more drama i think in sunshine initially because like i think you could look at like the pacing in some of like the middle episodes are very bizarre yeah because like nothing essentially nothing really happens once they get all the members together mm-hmm. they just kind of like go through the motions for a few episodes like it's very much like it's it's almost essentially like pacing where like you're you're pacing it out because like this season is going to go very long right but that's not the case so, like, I think some of that kind of doesn't help. And then, like, you backload a lot of the drama, like, the very big drama drama for, like, the last three episodes. Right. So, like, and, like, you kind of have to, like, get all that out and then resolve it very quickly. So, like, it doesn't really have a lot of time to breathe. And then also, I think, like, just they kind of go very safe with, like, their, their narrative choices here. So. Yeah. I mean, it just felt like everything up to, like, the last two episodes went, like, extremely easy for Muse. Like. Mm-hmm most everything went the way that they needed it to go and it wasn't there wasn't any like real learning moments or like character growth moments i believe we'll get that more in season two but don't quote me okay i won't quote you we'll see but i mean i will say that the last two episodes here have really uh really made me rethink some of uh my my thoughts on some of the muse members but 
your character rankings. Yeah, no kidding. Look, I think I think it's clear to say if your character rankings don't have Hanukkah and Nico as the top two, what are we doing? Yeah, no, those are my top two easily. <laughs> um, everybody else is like down below right now. <laughs> the zombies at the very bottom. <laughs> That's not a surprise. Um. Also, let's talk about that OVA. Yeah, so they put out an OVA in between seasons one and two, which is basically just a music video. Mm-hmm. A very um, which, weird music video. Which they kind of did more of. They more did like more narrative music videos, I think, like when Aqua came about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know how they did those with Muse, per se, but like this is basically kind of in that same vein. Um, it's like 15 minutes, um, and it's weird. It's weird. So, like... It starts off with Maki having this very bizarre dream where she's being chased by something, goes into like a church, something gets like trapped. In a cage with like eight yeah. eight people in robes surrounding her. And then like we cut to her telling Hanayo about this this dream. She's like, Now I'm gonna have the nightmare about the nightmare. Yeah. Uh Maki goes to the music room to go play piano and like the piano's not doing anything. And then this child version of her shows up and she's like, What the heck is going on? You and then she's like on the ground, like almost crying. A storm well, pops up. Yep. Uh, she doesn't go to school the next day. The others are going to go visit her. Ellie goes back to to school or goes back in the building. She's going to read ahead. She forgot a textbook to get, and then she sees like a mysterious shadow running about. School sign. And then the the school starts getting it goes real dark and lit up and everything. Yeah, it's and, weird because it gets dark, but it also becomes like a nightclub. Like it's yeah. all disco-y. <laughs> um. So she follows. She follows this like weird shadow out, and eventually leads her out of the school. And like it's nighttime there. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh God, it's nighttime! What's going on? This is weird." And then they're approached by Young Maki, mm-hmm. who's like, "Hello, I've been always been watching you guys." Honey, I was like, "Do we time travel?" <laughs> and then eventually she transforms into regular Maki. Yeah. Also, there were fireworks at one point. And Honey was like, or not Honey, Hanako's like, "I can't believe you knew how to do magic." <laughs> She's like, so what were you going to say to us? You've always what? And the answer is like, she's always loved them. Even though we've not known each other that long. Yeah. Uh, and then that leads into a performance of Music Start. It was a very weird OVA. I, I, no explanations as to what's going on. It's real weird. School's haunted. Nico needs. <laughs> School's very haunted. It's Nico very, needs it's to get her persona. gun out and like go in and like. You know, take care of things, but it's it, half. It's half. Blank is haunted. Go get a gun and half Persona Four. Yeah, it really is. Like, is is Maki in the TV world? Is that what's happening right now? And like, this is a shadow version of her. What? Can somebody please explain to me what's happening? <laughs> so yeah, it's very weird. Uh, there is some trivia about it, by the way. Oh wow, trivia. More so than we got in the final episode, which is none. Um. This is the only uh, episode that did not get dubbed, basically just because it's an OVA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even—I don't think it's included in the releases. Oh wow! So, which probably is because it's like it's a music video, so like right. different rights. Um, it is the shortest episode, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode marks the first anime appearance of Maki's young self, which is, was also introduced apparently in one of the chapters of the School Idol Diary novel. Uh, the outfit that the younger Maki wears in the is the outfit that ends up being on her rare card for the children's set released in School Idol Festival. Huh. And 
continuity-wise, due to the trainer outfits that the girls used in the OVA episode, uh, the ones where they're practicing and everything, mm-hmm. this could be settled in some part of, season, second, of the second season between the third and fourth episode because like it's more wintery huh. apparel. Because they're winter uniforms and they're like their training outfits are more like long sleeves and pants mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, it, that thing's weird. It's weird. It makes sense why like Sunshine doesn't really have one because like you could kind of count the MVs they do as little OVAs because they have a little little bits of narrative stuff here and there. And they but, yeah. they at least make a little bit more sense. <laughs> Not school's haunted. What's going on? So yeah, that's weird. But that's uh that's season one of Love Live. Yeah, we got through it. We got through it. I only got like I was gonna say minorly angry, but that's not true. I got pretty angry. <laughs> but I, I'm okay now. I'm still still judging these people though. They'll have Next to time make it up to me. We dive into season two. Episode number one. It's called Love Live once again. (laughs) Will Muse go back to Love Live? Also, who's going to be the new student council president? Wait, what? Who's going to be the new student council president? We'll Uh, find out next time. Okay. But for now, if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.Cools, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup and Seasonal Checkup OVA. Yay! You also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. So join us as we dive headfirst into the second season, because it's going to start 